Pulp MX Network production. It's the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show on PulpMX.com. Presented by Scott Motorsports, Rocky Mountain MC, and Pro Taper. Welcome to the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Podcast. That's right, a podcast about fantasy moto. We're going to tell you how to win, or at least help you try to win. Anyways, Rocky Mountain ATV uh, Fantasy League, the Moto Dynasty League, which is available on uh, Racer X Online, and Motocross Fantasy Three Leagues, three different styles of playing, three different strategies, and uh, and everything else. And uh, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate the numbers are good. A lot of you guys are fantasy dorks, just like us, and we and we appreciate it, man. We uh, we're coming up with Dallas this weekend. Dallas Supercross coming up this weekend, so the series is moving east. We're going to get a little bit different feel a little bit different uh things going on and of course the 250 east series normally starts in dallas but it doesn't it starts in atlanta this year so this is the last race for five weeks for the uh, 250 west guys so we'll cover that next week's show we'll talk about the east but we want to thank n-fab.com for coming on jeep truck or suv parts they've got it uh bumpers steps uh, light mounting solutions they you name it they've got it n-fab.com of course the huge sponsors of the jgr team with uh, Pike, Nicoletti, and Barsha, and uh, also to uh, the Ampro Factory Yamaha t- off-road team. NFAB has got those guys covered, too. A lot of you people uh, drive trucks, so check out n-fab.com. Made in Houston, Texas, by the way. And also, too, one of the guys on board with us is ProTaper. Since bursting onto the scene in 1991, ProTaper has continued to produce some of the world's most premium control components available in the market today, ProTaper.com. They were the first to have the oversized 1 and 1 8 bar, bar people, remember that, with Bradshaw. And also, too, as well, they got the micro handlebar, which is now on the KGSC guys. So the KGSC program, the KTM program that you see at halftime and a lot of supercrosses, they're going to run the micro bar also. So ProTaper.com, if you got a little one and you're looking for little tiny handlebars and little tiny grips to fit his little tiny hands, go to ProTaper.com. All right, I'm Steve Mathis. With me on the line, a couple of real fantasy uh, supercross experts, one of them very bitter. Let's get to him first. Uh, Athena USA, get uh, ignitions. Dan Truman, what's going on, Dan? I'm just looking at the results. And? Look, oh, well, I got Andrew Short right in Rocky Mountain for 14th. That's pretty neat. Oh, nice job on that. Uh, once yeah. again, I did not get that right. Uh, how'd you do in Motocross Fantasy, Dan? I was just wondering, just curious. Um, seven points. So I got seven points in the 250 <laughs> class. Um, it was great. It was a good week. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, also on the line, Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Uh, just looking it over as well. Did, um, did you get more than seven points? A couple more than that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Dan. Wasn't great though. My, I, I think everybody's everybody had a rough weekend though because I did pretty well overall uh-huh. in most of the the different leagues, and I felt like I had a horrible weekend. and I still right. came out okay, so I think everybody did pretty bad. Yeah, I, I think I agree to that. Let's uh, let's get to that. Uh, let's talk a little bit first up. We'll t- we'll cover Moto Dynasty. It's on uh, Racer X Online. Motor Dynasty Top 12, you get points for the uh, fastest qualifier, points for a, a heat race win, and a points for um, a whole shot. Then uh, we'll go, four, we'll, obviously it was San Diego 2, so we'll go 450 class in San Diego 2 for Moto Dynasty. JT, I made up ground on you overall. I was very happy about that, and I thought I sucked too. So, like you said, I think the, the points, the results, uh, nobody did great because I wasn't pumped on mine, and I made up time on you. Overall, I am uh, uh, in Moto Dynasty on... Uh, on Racer X Online. Uh, let's go ahead on the wrong screen here. Um, 
I am 23rd. Uh, JT, you dropped. I think you were 6th. You're now 9th. Yeah, I went to 9th. Yeah, you're 20, yeah. 2089, Which, and I have, uh, I'm 23rd, so. You have 2066, I believe. Yeah. But yeah. let's be honest, you're not going to catch me. So I, I'm, I applaud you for having mm-hmm. a good yep. weekend. Okay. But. All right, fantastic. That's why this thing's a long, yeah. long way. So we'll, 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 right. we'll work on that. But, uh, yeah, so that's where we're at on uh, for Moto Dynasty. Dan, I don't know where you at. You, you keep picking, you keep losing points, Dan, for qualifiers and heat race yeah. and whole shots. So. I did really good last week or two weeks ago, and then uh, I was like, "I'm gonna gamble. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna pick one of them Geico bikes to to whole shot." They didn't whole shot. They they were fast though. They were fast, but you don't get points for being fast. No, you don't get you don't get points for coming close to a whole shot. Nope. And I had uh, Cooper Webb, not the fastest qualifier. I had Ryan Dungey, also not the fastest qualifier. So yeah, yeah. I I lost points on Dunge too for fastest qualifier. Eli Tomac got it. And uh, I lost points on Dunge. I'm uh, still not. Two tenths. Two tenths that of a second far out. I lost by. Yeah, yeah, really, right? That was pretty close. I think I'll still beat you, Steve. I'm in 146th place, but uh, I think I beat you. End of the year. In, uh, in, uh, in Moto, uh, Moto Dynasty? Moto Dynasty. I'm in 146th, and I still think I beat you. Oh, uh, okay. Well, they, they, uh, they do it Supercross and Motocross. So do you beat me in Supercross? Yeah, I beat you in Supercross. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, I'm 23rd, so... Yeah, so, you know, 123 spots ahead of me. That's not right. that much. Um, well, it's going to be tough, Dan, when uh, you look at my results from San Diego, too. And I correctly nail all 12 guys. All 12. In, in which class? 450 class. Moto Dynasty. You got you didn't have any anybody missing? I did not. Boom. Uh, I only had one. I had Baggett. Yeah. Sorry, so. Um I uh, I had Weimer. I, Weimer moved up. I watched him in practice, and I I think I had him out. And I had um, I think I did have Baggett in there, and I and I took him out and thought Weimer would beat him. So, but unfortunately, uh, I only got two guys right: Weimer in twelfth, and Dungey in first. That's my only two guys that I got correct. Did, who'd you who'd you have correct, JT? I had Dungey as well. I had Anderson in fourth, and I had Brayton in in uh, tenth. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I was one yep. off on Brayton. I was one off on Pike. I was uh, one off on Kennard. I was uh, one off on Anderson. One off on Roxon. So I had uh, I had Purcell in twelfth. He, he's the only one I missed. I didn't have Baggett in there, but I had a uh, Weimer. Had, Weimer was the guy that you yeah needed in there, right? No, I had Weimer. Oh, who'd you miss then? Um, who would you have missed? Everybody know. else is pretty. Maybe Weston. Uh, it looks like I missed Trey Kennard. <laughs> that's okay hey i i miss roxon i think at round two or three so uh, yeah so, so yeah i, I overlooked drake and right uh, that happens, how, did, how did you guys not have baggett i mean I, I can understand i just wanted i was curious as your thought process dude i i didn't like his practice i watched him and i, I what did he let me see what he qualified up overall i um, did have uh so i did have dungy right though yeah and i did and i had marvin Wright for seventh and then the other guys, I actually did pretty well. Got about 20 points with almost every guy on my team other than Seeley. I had yeah. Seeley in sixth, and he got second, obviously. But uh, I actually did really well, minus the 15 points for the Moto winner in <laughs> position. So. I, uh, I didn't pick anything but besides Dungey uh, fastest time. JT, Baggett was 18th, almost a second off Weimer. So yeah. I, I remember I, looking at the times, and I'm like, ah, I like Jake. Right. So, and I also I also debated Weston Pike. I'm like, man, this guy he's got to put it together. You know, after did either you pick a heat race? No, no, oh. uh, I did not. No, yeah. I picked uh, the the winner of the race. 
Uh, wait, no, I did pick Dungeons. That was that's what they say for the Moto winner, right? Yeah, no, that's that's a, that's a heat race. Yeah, yeah, I did pick I did, did pick Dungey for that because I got it right. Um, I bet I lost him on the pole position. Yeah. So. Um, Dungey's heat was so stacked. I was like, "That's why I stayed away." Yeah, yeah, it was so stacked. And the other one was, you know, it had Millsaps and and Brayton, and, and I thought maybe Tomac would start inside the top five, but he does not like to do that. So I hey, wrong. Dungey, Dungey made me nervous in that heat though because he was like six, and he just made short work of those guys. I mean, it was really impressive. Yeah, I thought, well, there goes another ten. He's better than the other guys out there right now. <laughs> yeah, there's no. I mean, he really, really blew through those guys. It was impressive. I had uh, I had Dungey in my Moto Dynasty. I had Dungey, Roxon, Tomac. Tomac was fast qualifier. Reed was fourth. I put Anderson fifth, and I thought Sealy would have a better race, so I put him in sixth. Yeah, I was yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah I, I went Dungey, Roxon, Anderson, Tomac. Right, and then Reed. And, Sealy. Yeah, Reed didn't have a great practice, but he was all right. I mean, San was Diego fourth. too. Was he fourth he was overall? Fourth. Yeah, and that last, he got in the last lap of the last practice. Oh, okay. Um, did you guys have? Did you? I missed part of that. Did you guys have Dungey, Roxon, Tomac, Anderson, Reed, Sealy, top six? Yes, except I had Reed fourth and Anderson fifth. Okay, I had that's. I I read off what I had, so yeah. we basically had the same. Yeah, I, Reed. I I really thought that Anderson starts would hurt him again, and they kind of did, just not to the extent yep. that I thought. You know what I mean? I mean he's oh, he's podium all day long if he starts anywhere near the top go, ten. Yeah, yep. he yep. should go next door from the Baker's factory to the Nest and do starts with Davalos teammate. Mm-hmm. That guy's really good at starts. Yeah, yeah, he is. And they should do maybe they're right next door. Maybe they work something out. Just do some starts together. So for well, this, Mar- Marty should probably go over there for the rest of the riding, and then Anderson. <laughs> maybe they could start. start no, maybe they could start at the nest and ride to, to the Baker's factory. Do the motos at the <laughs> Baker's factory? Absolutely, I, I really, I really believe in that. Um, yeah, it's uh, right now. I mean, you know, we talked about those guys coming back last week. We talked about Bogle and Kennard and Baggett and Short. Now I got I correctly got the top twelve right, but I think like I think going forward I'm going to start moving up Andrew Short a little bit. Now the wild card in all this is the seven. He's not in or out as of right now, but he did ride this week. He said on social media that he finally feels normal. But I'm still not putting Stu in the top twelve, even if he lines up. What do you guys think? I don't care what he does. I hear him. He's not in my top twelve. Okay. All right. <laughs> Yeah, he's not JT. Remember when Steve called us crazy at Anaheim for not putting Stu in our top twelve? <laughs> yeah, but I should be called crazy too because I picked him at Oakland. So I'm gonna stay away from calling Steve's names for that because I'm I'm just as well. Dumb. He got through all three practices in Oakland. Yeah, yeah, yep. but I, I won't make that mistake again. Right, I'm with you. I'm with you. Do not. Yeah, stay away from James, even if he has all three practices. Yeah, he can burn me if he wants. If he want, if he wants to go out there right. and do well, that's fine. But I will learn from my mistake, and I won't be picking him at Dallas. I feel like my top 12 is solid, the guys that made the top 12 this week. Um, no way. No way. Purcell, it's round seven. He He's top five guy now. He's in the stew category for me right now. Show he's me. A, he he said round seven. I, I know. No, I know, but I just don't believe what he's – you know, I'm not going to go off what he said. But um, he, Does he think there's a chase or something, like a chase format? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's arena cross. Possible. He's in arena cross. Um. <laughs> I would start moving Shorty up, and that's about it. And that's not even guaranteed. I think he's just going to get better. And I like Short to finish between 9 and 12 soon, but maybe not this soon. What do you think, JT? Yeah, and we're going to get into it, but I'm an idiot because 
I had Shorty picked for our wild card in our other week that we'll get to. Mm-hmm. So I obviously thought he would be 14 or so. Uh, and then I talked to Seiji after practice, um, and Seiji said, no, no, we've done a ton of motos. He's going to be better than that. He always races better than he qualifies. Mm-hmm. And he had a little formula for what he figured off qualifying times for what he would finish. I'm like, okay, I'm going with it. So I moved Bogle <laughs> in 14th instead of Shorty. Mm-hmm. And then what do you know? He gets 14th. And I was, I have yet to see Seiji since then, but I will be voicing my displeasure. And Bogle got uh, 15th. Yeah, Bogle, I had 14th right, for right. Bogle. Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I do think Shorty will get better, no doubt about it. Uh, I think, you know, he didn't get the best of starts. He had a big crash in the first heat of the night. I think that probably mm-hmm. took him off his game a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, he's going to be in that 9 as well sooner than later, no doubt. Uh, Dan, um, I'm, I like my top six and seven in San Diego to beat six or seven again in, in, in Dallas, barring any disasters, which is Dungey, Roxon, Tomac, Reed, Anderson and Seeley and Kennard. There's your top seven, which is what yeah. we at, we saw at, we saw this top seven the first three races of the year, and I think they're right back there again. I don't see anybody getting in there. Yeah, the only one I see getting in there right now is is Marvin. Marvin was seventh this week. Um, you know, he beat Chad. I don't yeah. see him beating Chad again. No, they had a little run in. I think Chad had a couple bad races, but uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think those are the top seven. Um, I think really those are the top twelve that. Yeah. Finished in the top 12 last weekend. They're kind of separated themselves from, from the rest of the pack. I think that next group of 13 through, say, 17 is is the Bogle short. Mm-hmm. Um, that group with, uh, you know, it's hard to get into those top 12 with Jake just barely being able to get in there, and I think Jake's a little bit better than Baggett and those guys right now. Do you see Dan Dallas this weekend favoring anybody? I, I really don't. I couldn't think of anybody. Dirt the dirt isn't even like it used to be. You know, it's not hard pack anymore. It's it's good dirt there. Um, I don't see Dallas favoring yeah, anybody. Just, just a confidence thing going east. But I mean, all these guys train on the east coast when the series goes east, so it's not really. I mean, look at the the top six or seven we just named. They all train on the east coast when the series goes east. I don't yep. think it really. I don't think it really matters. Um, I think Dallas is still pretty hard pack. My opinion. Yeah, I think it's pretty hard. Not like it used to be. Is think, what I'm thinking. Uh, Not like it used to be. I think, I think it favors a couple guys. I think uh, Kennard has had a really good stretch at Dallas. You know, he won, he's won there before. It's huh. very similar to what he practices on uh, in Oklahoma. So I think uh, he may feel comfortable there. And I think this dirt favors Dungey because he's so good in the turns, as far as not doing anything erratic. No brakes. No gas. No anything. Uh, so, shocker, I think Dungey will be, you know, maybe even better than normal. Uh, not on not being sarcastic, really, what is Dungey's <clears throat> weak points right now? Like, what No, is- I, I 100% agree with you. And me saying that Dungey will be good this weekend is ter- a terrible thing to say as an analysis. But I have a weak point. Does favor him, so. I have a weak point. He wore jeans on, on the Wheaties thing. He wore jeans. <laughs> um, honestly, yeah. Uh, you, you, going forward, people... Ryan Dungey put Ryan Dungey in the number one spot. Absolutely. And everybody else fighting after that. I feel like uh, Millsaps could be that eighth guy. He's pretty good right now. Marvin, Millsaps, uh, you know, Brayton. I still like Brayton. He didn't have a great San Diego, too. But um, Seeley would. Seeley's somebody that could be good if the dirt does get harder um, because he's got good throttle control. He's very precise. He got second last weekend, so the confidence is high. He made some bike changes. That he thought helped him a lot in San Diego too. 
So maybe Sealy can back that podium it, up. With it's it, all on the start game? for Sealy, though. It seems like he has. Yes. Yeah. I, I honestly don't know a race that I can name where Sealy passed to the front or passed guys in general. You know, I mean, he he rides so good in the front. So. Yeah. I think uh, I think this dirt favors. You know, I've already made a point about Dungey, and then I think Canard will get better. But when you look at you know the closest thing I can think of to Dallas dirt is Glendale and Phoenix, and look at how good Roxanne and Tomac were there, comparatively. Uh, so, you know, it's it's tough to say it only favors Dungy when Roxanne gets his only win and Tomac gets his only podium there, and Tomac won Phoenix the year before. So it'll be interesting to see because all those guys will clash, you know, on what they perceive, you know, independently as their strength. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think uh, all those guys are probably looking at this race and, oh, I'm good in this condition. You know, mm-hmm. and, and some of, somebody's got to do worse than the other, so we'll see. So put Dungey number one. After that, Rocks and Tomag, Sealy, Anderson in some mix. Maybe Chad's a bit off the point right now and he needs to show us a little bit to, to get yeah, to the podium. I, if they make the whoop, you know, Dallas has a history of big, nasty whoops. Mm-hmm. Uh, for whatever reason, they just, they you know, I think they build them big there and then the dirt's so hard that they don't break down, which is a difference between most races. Uh, that that favors Chad. So if they do that, look for Chad to gain confidence from it mentally, and then obviously ride. That'll translate into the riding. But you know, we never know what we're going to get till we get there. But look for that as a possibility for Dallas. So we we like our top twelve the way we are. But if there's a guy who can sneak in there, I think it's Shorty. Uh, Dan, who do you think? Yeah, um, Bogle, I, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Purcell. I'm going to go on that limb and say that he could sneak into a 12th this weekend. Okay. Yeah, for uh, for some reason, uh, he he never fails at things he says usually. I mean, I don't think he's going to be on the podium, but right. uh, I think he's going to start breaking into that top, top 10, if he, 11, 12. If he turns it on and gets like a 4th or 5th this week, I'm just going to break my phone. I just give up. <laughs> I just, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Um, yeah, what do you think, JT? Who, who can sneak in there? Baggett's got to bounce back. He just has to. He's too good. He's going to be really pissed off about how last weekend went. Uh, I, the guys, on, the guys think, on Vital said Baggett should quit. Yeah, guys on Vital, they have lots of outlandish theories. I don't think most of them know much about racing. There are some smart people in there, don't get me wrong, but some of this, some of that stuff you're just like, I'm just going to pretend I didn't read that. The guy put um, back in the past, he says one title, three 250 wins, one, one outdoor title, he should quit. I'm like that. And he was, you know, he was like a top five guy many, many times last year. Podium Daytona, yeah, Yeah. first year. Um, But yeah, I think uh, Bag. I think Shorty, he's going to need a good start because all the guy he's guys he's going to race with, you know, they're all in shape. Um, There's just no weak spots where a guy coming back from injury, you can just pencil him in and say, yeah, he's he's just too good to not be top ten. Everybody's good right now. You know, look at a guy like Justin Brayton who. He's at a hundred percent, and he's floating right around eight, nine, ten every weekend. You know? mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a tough, tough fight to get in there. Uh, so, I don't even think you can stamp uh, stamp Shorty in there yet. Yeah, um, I think. Yeah. You know, well, I just think Baggett. You know, Baggett's looking at like, well, that's my spot. Shorty's like, well, I should be in there too. I'm good. And somebody's going to be disappointed because we got Purcell in there yeah. as well. I put my belief that Shorty can get in there on a start, JT, because he's so good at them. You know what I mean? Like that's. I think the starts will come back, and then that, 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 that helps. So, 
Uh, he, but he needs he needs to get that start. Yeah. I think uh, if he starts tenth, he's going to be in a dogfight the whole way. Right. And you know, then it's anybody's race. Two uh, fifties on Moto Dynasty. Let's move over to that. Moto Dynasty uh, is available on RacerX Online. This is the NFAB RacerX Fantasy Moto Podcast. I did not get my time in for Webb for pole position early enough. I, I forgot or whatever, but I meant to pick him. But I did get Webb Moto winner points, uh, heat race winner. So thank you, uh, thank you, Cooper Webb, Webb for that. Webb wasn't fastest, right? He wasn't. No, no. Osborne. Oh, that's right. Yeah, good. I meant to put Webb. I, I screwed up. Like I was like, oh <laughs> yeah. shit, you know. Yeah, but, I put Webb yeah. and I lost it. So right. I wish I yeah, that's right. Up. Osborne was six tenths faster than everybody else. Six tenths. Yeah. He was faster than both practices, right? Yeah, yeah. He was fourth overall out of everybody. Um. Yeah. So good job, Zach Osborne. He probably killed a lot of fantasy teams this week, by the way. Um. So I had uh, San Diego two. I had three guys. Dan, I'll let you guess. I had three guys in my top twelve that got zero points. It did not make the top twelve. They Alex are Martin, Alex Martin, Jordan Smith, Chris Aldridge. Thank you very much. There you go. <laughs> everybody, Alex, everybody had those. Alex guys, Martin right? was seventh. Jordan Smith was eighth. I said, and I said Aldridge would get eleventh. Thank you to those three. I, I had Alex Martin seventh, Jordan Smith eighth, and I had Aldridge twelfth. So <laughs> we were pretty close. Yeah. yeah. Uh, JT, what about you? I had uh, I had Amart six, Jordan Smith seven, and Aldridge ten. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. <laughs> we'll be here all week for those guys. I did not have Peters. I did not have Cole Thompson, and I did not have Scott Champion. I I had Peters. I, I gave in finally. No, I'm sorry. I, I did have Peters. I'm sorry. Thompson, Martinez, and Champion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah same three. Isn't right, right. Um, I did pick Cooper Webb to win. I picked Zach Osborne with that incredible qualifying time to get second. I thought Craig would get third, and I thought Shabachi, the winner, would get fourth. So I correctly got Christian Craig right for 25 points. And I missed uh, Kyle Cunningham by one. I missed Dakotas by one. And uh, missed Colt Nichols by one. So the, the, I did. Yeah. I did pretty good. I had uh, I had Webb to win and Savachi second. So I got both of those. You know, twenty points mm-hmm. each of those. Yeah. And then I had the next three all right. I had Craig Nichols and Osborne all right. So Osborne with that qualifying time, you you still put him in. You got Osborne fifth, and yeah. you got him. Yeah, I had Craig Craig Nichols Osborne, and then I had Dakota six. So oh, that was really good. One. Yeah. So yeah, I did good other than those three so guys. So wh- why you why do you have no faith in Osborne after that incredible qualifying time? I just. He he's had trouble in the main events, uh, mm-hmm. kind of. And Nichols has been strong in the main events. Obviously, Craig Savachi and Webb. Um, I'm going to put those four ahead of Zach again this weekend. Good job by you for sure, Dan. I wouldn't have done that. No way. I thought I thought this was it for Zachy. Uh, after coming off the crash, and then he had the you know the week before at Phoenix, and he just mm-hmm. had a couple bad races. And um, I think Nichols is really good right now. I think he's the fourth place guy. Yeah. And, uh, well, we're seeing some clear separation with that top five. Yeah. Savachi, Webb, Craig, Nichols, Osborne. That's your top five, I think, again, Dallas. JT, do you agree? In some order, Webb probably first. I think you almost have to. Um, I still think there's there's a possibility of somebody else getting in there, but these guys have just been well, who too can, unpredictable. Who can get in there, do you think? Oh, I think I think Alex Martin could get in there at any point if he stops crashing. I think, uh, I think Jordan Smith could get in there. Uh, Oldenburg, you know, he got a fourth. The previous weekend, Four, two, you know, two fourths, but, yeah. Yep. yeah, but to predict, you know, it's you're always trying to say what's the most likely outcome. Yeah, that's then I think we're on the right track with those top five. Yeah. But man, if any, if this class has proven anything, it's that you can't predict anything. Well, can are we do are we all agree that Webb is first again? I mean, look, he's he's lost two in a row, but 
I think you have to choose that, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if he didn't yeah. win because he's clearly frustrated and, and yeah. prone to mistakes right now. Well, three in a row if you want to count a spike DNF, but he would have won that one. He had a pretty nice lead, but he straight up has lost two in a row with crashes. So uh, what, yeah. do you th- what do you think, Dan? Yeah, I'm going to stick with that same top five. I agree with JT, though. I think you know Jordan Smith got a podium earlier this year. No, no. Smith's, Sm- Smith's done. Smith's done. His shoulder. <laughs> he His shoulder. <laughs> no. I, I know. I'm he, just saying he could get into the top five, but I will stick with the same no, top five. No, no, no. <laughs> Moldenberg's ahead of him. I think Jimmy D's ahead of him for guys that can get into that group. And then I would put A-Mart. Smith. Amar's probably ahead of him. Oh, God, Amar. He's killing fantasy teams everywhere. He's terrible at this. Thing <laughs> he ha- he won so many leagues last year for people, and now this. <laughs> um, is that who you were most mad well, at, Dan? In our group text, were you most mad at Alex Alex Martin? N- no, I, I don't know. I could, I was so mad, I just couldn't. Even well, who did you happy. mean? Who did you mean when you said they should get a job at McDonald's? Who were you referring to? <laughs> Those were some three-digit guys that should have been in the main event. <laughs> okay. I was just checking. I was just checking because at some point a text came in and said, uh, this so-and-so should quit racing and get a job at McDonald's. So. Well, McDonald's just upped their pay. It's pretty good. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, honestly, I'm going to pick the same 12 guys, unless none of these guys or if someone gets hurt. I, these are my 12 guys. I, I think so, too. Aldrich like, would have had a top 12 had his pro circuit yeah, bike sure. not given out. Because even if he, he would have dropped back to six or seven. I think. You think he would have fallen that far? Yes. Yes. I, I, I don't know. He that track was good. So hard to, he that track good, was man. so hard to pass. Well, listen on. to you he, two guys. Listen to I, you guys. I think Aldridge podiums and really, all, really hurts me. All of a sudden, it's Team Aldridge with you two. All of a sudden. No, no, no. I just don't think he would have fallen back that far. That's all. I think four or five. With he had such a gap over, over those guys, and it's not like he's out of shape. He just crashes all the time. So. Yeah, I mean the only way he doesn't he, I don't I don't think he gets six. He's like Stewart. He doesn't get six, like very rarely. Yeah. You know, he gets, it's either go for it and he's gonna yeah. get top five or he's gonna end up on the ground again. He got six two weeks ago. I know. His is only sixth of his career, Steve. Well, so. Okay. Um Yeah, you know what? I, I like my top five from, from this weekend. in some I think like Cooper Webb's the, f- the fir- maybe first, Savachi second. And maybe Craig third again, and uh, Osborne. I don't know, man. Um, he's just, I sent him an angry text. Like I was like Dan Truman on Sunday. Um, and Do you Colton think there's Nick- anyone more frustrated than Amart? Because we, I don't. Well, all three of us know Amart somewhat. Uh, that guy takes it really seriously. Like he works really hard. I mean, he doesn't. I don't even think he eats like normal food. Like he's crazy dedicated to what he does. Um, but this has not gone well. I watched him. I know I've said this. I watched him before the season, JT. I was sending you videos and stuff, and I was like, this guy yeah. might win Anaheim 1. Like, yeah. He yeah, you were on him. Fast. Yeah. And I, I still believe that he's that fast. I, I don't know what's going on on the weekends. Right. But, I mean, I'm still going to put him on my team up, up high. I think he's I, – like I said, I think those 12 – the guys that I'm not going to put on my top 12 is nothing against them. Thompson, Martinez, and Champion. No. Those guys, I think. Thompson's a top 12 guy now. I would put Thompson in there. I don't, I don't agree with that. Really? Yeah. Over who no. though? Pro. Who do you put him Scott over? Champion? Aldri- Scott Champion? No, he's not. He, uh, but Tom, what? If if Alex Martin, Jordan Smith, and Aldridge finish in the top twelve, those three are out. Those three are better than Cole Thompson. Sorry, they are. Now you can't. There's no way you can make an argument that Cole Thompson is better than any of those three riders. No, I can't. <laughs> I can't. 
Outdoor, outdoors, maybe. You right. know, put them on an outdoor track and go to Canada. I would change my tune, but right. at Dallas this weekend, you can't make that argument. Cunningham? He's not better than Cunningham. Cunningham's better. Yeah, I probably. think Cunningham's better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Cunningham's probably yeah. better. Um, so yeah, we like your top five uh, uh, from the same race, and then Oldenburg six. Dakotas would be seventh. That's a good spot for Jimmy, how they finish. And then after that, you have your Jordan Smith, your Alex Martin. I mean, Alex Martin can get in there, but I think for me, I, I mean, he's got to get a finish. So that's probably in his mind right now, like just get a finish, you know? And um, He's getting a finish. It's just usually in like 20th. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean complete the laps is, uh, is his goal. So. Well, and I watched him this weekend. He crashed in the first turn and then got up, and he didn't have much. I mean, right. I'm, I'm talking – it was not good. Was not a good. He got passed no on the speed. La- he got passed on the last lap, right? He crashed. He crashed in the the first turn, uh, like on on the last lap in the first turn. He crashed. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. Yes, he I did, but he, got- he fell. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to the race. He had no. He had no. And I'm going to be like, giving just some had no You're going to be. Are you going to tell some guys that Forrest Butler's looking at them? No, no. Forrest is a 450 guy, so for the 250 guys, I'm going to have to find me another person. But uh, <laughs> most of the 450 guys already have rides. But yeah, uh, yeah. a lot of contracts are up this year, you know. So I, for, I could be like, you know, hey, you know, I heard there's a spot over there, you know. Uh, and, and personally, 450 guys don't need, uh, you know, there aren't mental head cases that need motivation that way. So, but these 250 guys are. Yes, yes. No, absolutely. Uh, all right, let's go on to Rocky Mountain RMFantasySX.com. It's in full swing, but it's never too late to start playing. It's free to play. It's over a hundred grand in prizes, and uh, throughout the Supercross season, this year's top prizes include a 2016 Toyota Tacoma, a truck, everybody, a race prep Cowie 4D or 250F, and 250F. There are ten incredible prizes awarded for each round, so you get new chances to win every week. RM Fantasy SX is powered by Rocky Mountain ATV MC, your premier source for power sports gear, parts, and accessories. Head to rmfantasysx.com to sign up today. These guys have got great prizes every week, and uh, like we said, they're giving away a truck, damn it. Of course, I am far from winning the truck. The truck will not be mine. I got 35 points again uh, from um, the race in San Diego, too. I did not get the wild card, which continues my streak of never getting the wild card. I was uh, I got Ryan Dungey correct. I was one off on Roxon. I was one off on Anderson, and I was one off on that's it. So not not a good week for me at Rocky Mountain. I'm not doing well. I'm a seven thousand nine hundred ninety five out of sixty three thousand. So not I'm not much better. I got sixty points, but I'm in fifty six hundredth place. Yeah, it's, it's like who are these people that are getting Cole Steely right for a second? Like some guy got one hundred and ten points this weekend. He had all of them right except <laughs> short. Screw you and your wild card picks, everybody. Like seriously, I had the wild card right. Yeah, I, just, I know that's a good job by you. Yeah. I didn't have I I didn't have uh, I didn't have Trey in fifth. I did not. No. I can't believe I can't believe I pulled short. I would be I'm in 282nd place, which isn't too bad. But that's really if good. I push, if I got yeah, if I'd gotten short right, man, I would have jumped up significantly because 25 points is a huge deal, yeah. obviously. In this, yeah. In these with these point systems, you know, I yeah. I only got 53, and that would have been you know 50 percent more points. So. Um, I got Dungey right. I got uh, had um, K Rock in second. I had Eli third. I got Anderson right in fourth, and then I had Sealy uh, in fifth. So mm-hmm. wasn't terrible, but man, that, that wild card really, really has kept me up all, all you know, 
a few hours each night because well, I just know I had it right. Our our buddy Chad Reed has cost me cost me this week. That's for sure. Yeah, he cost me. He cost me. I had him fifth. I went Dungy. Yeah. So I had got no. him right. I went Dungy, Roxon, Anderson, Tomac, Reed. Reed cost me in, in RM Fantasy and Moto Dynasty. Thanks, Chad. Thanks. That's awesome. Uh, RMFantasySX.com. The wild card is 11th this week. 11th place. So when I pull up the uh, the points, that is what nine points, I believe. Ten, 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 points. ten points. Ten points. Yeah. Um, ten points. Yeah. Millsaps. Uh, Weston Pike has gotten two elevenths, and that was after two crashes, though. So I don't know if I'd really depend on that. Uh, Will Hahn has gotten an eleventh. Uh, Barsha has gotten eleventh. He will not be getting eleventh this weekend. And uh, Brock Tickle also got 11th. He will not be getting 11th again. So, really, the winner, the winner, if you look at the points right now, is Weston Pike with two 11ths. But I would not pick Weston Pike for 11th because those were two crash-induced 11ths. So, he's better than that. Uh, Glendale, I don't think, was. Glendale wasn't? Glendale, I, thought I, he, was I thought he fell. Okay. Well, he, he was battling with Alessi kind of at the end there. I, I, don't, I think that one was more legit. That was, yeah. The other one, he crashed like the last turn right, or whatever. Right. So, um, 11th place, like we talked about the top 12 in Moto Dynasty. So, if you go into like 11th place for that kind of group, like really, that is a Brayton spot. That's a Weimer spot, right? Um, I think, I feel like Pike's better I, yeah. than that. I feel like Pike's better than that. Um, I like, I like Weimer in there. Millsaps is probably better than that, you know? He's yeah, crashed. Millsaps is better than that. Yeah, he's better than that. Uh, Weimer and Brayton are two 11th place guys. Dan, maybe Purcell is your guy for eleventh. Yeah, I I like Weimer though. I think Weimer, but I I I think Weimer is going to be. I have Weimer tenth, but what like I, I think Brayden down. Brayden's better than eleven. I think right now he's he's marking eight nine guy. Eleventh uh, is a lot harder for me than I think fourteenth. I was stuck on short like going into the race at fourteenth, and I had Bogle right there. You know, short Bogle, kind of like you guys did. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And but eleventh is a lot tougher because so many things. Seem- you know, play into an 11th. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Absolutely. you got to be one of the I better guys. Short, but, yeah. You know. I had short in 14th from this podcast on until 6 p.m. Yes, Saturday yes. night. JT, we got it. You, you can. I'm you're very. Raging pissed you can, about that. You can let it go. Uh, <laughs> um, other than, you know, other, of course, there could, uh, you know, a good chance that one of these dudes crashes their way back there and finishes back. But, yeah, Weimer's good. Brayton is good. I like all that. Um, I like those two guys probably the best for 11th. Baggett would be you an like 11th. Brayton for 11, really? Yeah, sure. Yeah. He's been better than that all year, though. Has he even gotten an 11? I think he's been ahead of that all year. Um, yeah, yeah. He, well, now you're adding Kennard to the mix, so I think Kennard can beat him. Um, he's been – he's gotten three tenths, JT. So he's been, Yeah, I know, but you, you look, know. At, look at Dallas for him, too. He's been really good at Dallas. Remember when he, he was battling Bill Potter the entire race there? Uh, 2010, I believe. Thought that was I, Phoenix. I, I just no, that was well, not not that Phoenix, but in Dallas 2010, he held off Bill Poto uh, the entire race to like one lap to go. Uh, Bill Poto got him for the for the last podium spot. Um, but I just think he's, okay. I think he's better than 11th right now. Well, all right. So you like Weimer and who else? Give give our listeners somebody else. I think Pike Weimer. Um, no, I think Pike. Shorty. I think if you put, if you drop the gate with Pike and Brayton right now in a twenty lapper, they're, they're the only ones on the track. I think Pike beats him. No, Brayton has passed him every race. Well, he didn't pass him in Brayton San Diego is, too. Well, Brayton 
Brayton knocked. Brayton was the reason that Pike crashed. Yes, at and, and I'm two, right. Yes, I'm aware. Passing him. Yes, right. Um, then you, if you just if you've watched them, if you go through the lap charts, which I have because I I work closely, obviously, with the team that Brayton rides for. Uh, Brayton has passed Pike over and over and over. So that's what I'm going off of. Is just Brayton has been significantly better than him. I don't want to say significantly, but he has been consistently better than him week in and week out. That's why I just say Brayton's been a little better. Uh, Brayton's been like that eight nine spot, you know, every time, uh, and his starts are so so good compared to Pike. So I don't know. I mean, it's you know everybody's opinion. I just yeah. think Brayton's a little bit better than Pike. Right so now. you like Pike or Weimer for eleventh? I do. Yeah. I, I, those would be my two. Yeah. All right. I like Weimer Brayton. Dan. I like. Uh, I'm going Weimer Purcell. So. <laughs> Hammer that Purcell. <laughs> Hammer that Purcell one. Uh, I just can't take Purcell. I can't. No, I can't, I can't even can't, take him seriously. I can't take. take him on I can't take Purcell or JS7 right now for a, anything. For anything at all. Anything. Even to like. Yeah, I can't take him to the store if they want. Anybody it. who has a therapy dog, I don't think I can put on my pants. <laughs> I just don't think I can do it. I can't wait till next week when I start talking about Marty Davalos. Start spitting and everything into the mic. Um, Mathis, is this is this confirmed that this dog is a therapy dog? No, I don't think it's confirmed. I've heard that, but I, I'm, well, here's the thing. I think he wants to fly with it, so you buy right. these vests off off eBay to make them into therapy dogs. But you really don't need a therapy dog. It's a huge scam that's going on right now. So you so buy, he doesn't necessarily need it. No, he doesn't need it. He wants. He's too cheap to put it too cheap or cares too much about the dog to put it in a um uh underneath so right. when you have the therapy vest they just go go on go on sir with your therapy yeah, dog that you a, need a lot of people are doing that though you yeah. have to I, I think you have to register it or something no dude like no that. it's a huge scam you don't even need to do that right now people uh, okay. the government needs to crack down on it because I, I know a lot of people are doing it though with, with just their pets they're not real yeah, like, no they don't need you know. therapy yeah right but, okay, uh, well, necessary necessary or not, that's a new rule for me. If you have a therapy dog in any way, shape, or form, right. needed or not, you will not be on my fantasy team. Well, I think you're going to retract that. I think Roxon got one for his dog, Rocky, so he could fly with well, him. Rocky's back? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Walkie, walkie. Walkie's in Germany. Walkie's in Germany. I asked. I talked to. Kenny I know, but I, I I think he got one for him. I oh. have to scroll through his Instagram post. At some point, I think he said that he had made him to where he could fly, and I think that was how. Censorello told me that he would just run around going "wooski," call him "wooski." <laughs> I don't know what that I don't know what what that was, but it was "wooski." Are you saying Purcell has this dog? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, Purcell yeah. has a dog, and it's like a greyhound whippet thing, um, and apparently it's got a vest so it could fly for free. And sit next to Christoph on the planes. I've seen the dog. I've seen it. The dog has been in the, in the lounge, and then he was kicked out of the lounge because he was shedding too much. <laughs> Get to the bottom of this with Marty, Dan. Like, uh, ask Marty about it once. I think Marty. He's, shedding, he's shedding on a lot of people's fantasy teams. <laughs> Marty, Marty told me. Christoph told him as well. Round seven. So. <laughs> so Dan, you're buying it. You're, you are buying that. Like you're just. <laughs> I mean, apparently something must happen around seven. He like starts riding. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, if, if if he pulls this off in round seven, I'm gonna be the guy throwing things from the press box. So, <laughs> um, all right, let's get into uh, motocrossfantasy.com. It's a handicap league. Four guys can't pick the same guys. 
two weeks in a row. But first, Scott Sports, proud sponsors of the JGR Yamaha team, Monster Energy Pro Circuit, BTO Sports KTM runs Scott Goggles, Trey Kennard, Baggett, Porcel, uh, Porcel's dog runs Scott Goggles, Caleb Russell, Chad Weenan, and uh, many more. Scott-Sports.com. Follow him on Instagram and Twitter at Scott Motorsports. Facebook, Scott Motorsports. Moto Sports, and uh, for anything you need for uh, motorsports, winter sports, mountain biking, cycling, running, Scott's got it. What do I got to say about Scott? They've been in business forever. They no longer have the um, um, what was that thing called? Uh, the re- roll-off system, EVS. They do not sell the EVS system anymore, people. But everything else, they got it. Scott Motorsports. So motocross fantasy. Are you guys ready? No, I didn't score seven. Like Dan Truman, <laughs> but I got sixty-five. I only had sixty-five, and I got eighty in in uh, in four fifty. So it wasn't a good week. But like you guys said, it was probably not a good week for everybody, right? So maybe I shouldn't stress too much over that. I got a hundred and ten in four fifty. I did well. I did really good in there. Oh, okay. Uh, the top. Let's go four fifties first. Um, I had so like I said, I had I had uh, eighty points last week in San Diego, and I had Canard. Uh, Pike, which are the top two picks. Good job by me. I went Tomac. So I went safe. And then I had Blake Baggett, which got me zero. So that, that was my picks for 450 for Motocross Dynasty. And I got me 80 points. Um, in 250s, I picked, I had 65 points. I had Cole Thompson, third best pick. Hayden Melross was uh, about the eighth best pick. Alex Martin. And Bracken Hall. I like Bracken Hall's qualifying times. He was right up there in qualifying. Um, he, was, he looked really good, too. He did. He was, was in the unseated I, practice. Yeah. Yeah. I was really, really, really fighting myself to keep Bracken Hall off my team, and I came through. You know, the team effort, and I came through. I mean, Bracken Hall uh, has made some mains. It's not crazy to pick him. He's yeah, made. Yeah, I know. He made I four mains. didn't have a good feeling about mains, it. Actually. I didn't have a good yeah, feeling yeah, about yeah. it. No, no. Good job by you. And he went down on the start. He went down on the start both times. <clears throat> I really wish you and your good feeling about him would have been around me when I asked you about him. He um, was on my He was on my team. How, you guys, I mean, how could you not pick him, JT? He was a 12. He was such a good pick. I, I well, just had a bad feeling, Dan. I had a bad feeling. I, I, I have those feelings. I had a good feeling for Brecken Hall, and I had a good feeling for Travis Doe to make his first main. And JT was he, like the kid from Sixth Sense. He's like, <laughs> instead of seeing dead people, he saw a crash. I had I had I Chase Markey. Didn't like it. I had that uh, Chase Markier kid too. I thought oh, he'd yeah. make yep. the main. Yeah, yeah. Nah. No, he didn't. He didn't want to qualify. <laughs> Did you see him in the LCQ? Uh, Stephen Stephen Mages, Mages, and Chris Howell were the top two picks in two fifties. Cole Thompson was third, which I had. Uh, Martinez champion Mitchell Harrison. Mitchell Harrison came through. Did Did you guys have him? I did. He did. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, Mitchell Harrison, solid. You've always been there for him. You've always been there I, for I, him. I, if I had to put Mitchell Harrison one word synopsis, it would be solid. Yeah, absolutely. Oh God. All right, let's get into into Dallas for picking uh, motocross fantasy for the handicaps. Um, so yeah, one thing that's good. I, I hammered Canard, but I guess everybody else did too. So now he's single points. Um, so uh, you can't really pick them, which people won't really pick them. Um, but I'm pretty much you, open. Hold on. Before, before we get too deep into this, where are you guys sitting in this week? Because this is the one that we've been doing the longest. Well, at least Dan and I, we've kind of yeah. been around for years in this thing. Oh, shoot, it's coming up on 10 years, I think, for Dan and I in this thing. Uh, how are you guys doing? In this? I would love to find out, but I can't find – I don't know how to work the website. I'm too dumb. Team standings. It's really simple. Yeah, but then i got to go through – no, you don't. It says at the top. Oh, you're okay, over, it does. Your position, position right there. Division rank, though. That's just in my league, right? No. 
Did, oh, you probably didn't pay to do the whole I thing. I did not pay, no. Oh. So um, I'm 34th. I have 1,150 points. I'm 34th in Pulp Max League. I'm 86th overall. With how many points? 1166. Oh, so I'm I'm right behind you. I'm only 16 back of you, Dan. Yeah. What do you have, JT? What what overall are you? Uh, I'm 57 overall. Um, I don't have my total point number here, though. Just look at your – okay, I can look at it. So you're right ahead of Dan. Because Dan was yeah, not far, yeah, not far ahead at all. Oh, so I'm actually not doing too bad at this game. Like I thought, but, I sucked at this game. You have to. JT has 11.94, or actually, JT has 11.96. Sorry, but you have to remember they do the in this league they drop your worst week. All right, yeah, that's good for me because I got some terrible ones. Yeah, because I have a I got really, really bad drop too. So, um, well, I'm not doing. So, I that's feel better. Help. I feel better about my motocross fantasy. I thought you guys yeah, were the experts. JT, your your drop is actually yeah. Your drop's one nineteen. Is Parabino's killing it? Brian Johnson are they are they doing well? No. Oh, okay. No. Uh, I think my drop's one sixteen, which is when when they do the drop, I feel like I'm going to jump up pretty high because that's just a terrible score. That's terrible. Uh, Paul uh, has eleven hundred and forty three points. Steve. Ah, I'm right in there. I'm good. Yeah, I, mean, I got this game unlocked. Uh, okay, so your, what's your drop? What's uh, Matt's drop? I can't see his drop. You, okay. I can He's see my. Not... I can see my drop. Um, my drop will be this weekend in San Diego. Well, the drop the drop is huge because no one really factors it in. Right. But when they do the drop, everything changes. So I always try to keep it in mind and see what my drop is and see where everybody else is, is because you can. My drop you can really jump up. Yeah, my drop will be one four. My drop will be this weekend, this past weekend at one one forty five. Oh wow! Yeah, your high, your drop's pretty high, so that's not, not good. Great, no. Yeah. Oh, screw you guys. <laughs> don't don't take away my don't take away my happiness. Okay. None, none of you none of you guys liked short last week, huh? I picked short and Bogle. Um. Yeah. I had I had short. He was on my team. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I had short. I had short Bogle, Canard, and um, I don't know who else, but Weston Pike. Pike did good. So, yeah, my, my team, yeah. My, my 450 team was good. How right, many did you have in 450? 110. Yeah, I had 111, so we were, we were pretty close there. I had 80. Um, <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's go into the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Podcast, Scott, brought to you by, presented by Scott Sports, Pro Taper, and RMFantasySX.com. 450 class. Uh, I can't pick Blake Baggett. He's a six, so that's fine, though. I'm okay with that. Um, what else? What do we like here? Tommy Hahn at a 10. Uh, double points. I, he, I feel he's a main event guy all the time. And Millsaps, we can zero I, off the top of my head. That's not so bad if he can perform. Like, I think Millsaps is a 7 eighth guy, you know. But yep. uh, mm, Nick, Nick Schmidt's been making the mains. He's 11. My team's done. It's already done. Stu is double points, zero. I will not be picking James Stewart if he lines up. What do you like, Dan? Who do you like if your team's already done? Uh, my team is Blake Baggett, Tommy Hahn, Jake Weimer, and Christoph Purcell. Oh, my God. You and this Purcell. <laughs> Week seven. <laughs> Purcell's a five. So, yeah. yeah. That's, good. That's a good pick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Can't. Purcell's going to be on your team. Watch. <laughs> what about this Jeff Alessi guy? No, he's a twelve. No, so he's just got to get in. And Are you serious right now? I don't know. I this mean, is wh- the same reason you picked Enigmap, and who else did you pick? Uh, Alex Ray. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'll he make, in okay. you don't, I'll give I'll give Alessi total credit. He's riding good. He's making main events, but he's still going to get twentieth. Yeah, yeah, you can't pick those uh, guys. Okay, that, all right. Not enough upside. The I downside just, is immense because he, you know, right. Great yeah. chance he doesn't qualify. Yeah, you, you drive me crazy with that. What is Porcells? I know. I, I'm, I'm only forty points back. You so even though I'm driving you crazy, I'm forty points. No, back. I know. I'm just saying. But this is a you know this whole podcasting. We're trying to help people. Be, well, you know, understand. Swing, well, swing I, I, for the fences. A, swing for the fences. Well, no, you're making a good example of how not to do it. I guess. Well, okay. See, exactly. Exactly. I'm forty points well, back. Well, it's such you. a misconception that you can, you know, if their handicaps were eighteen or you know, like outdoors, you would be onto something because then if Jeff Alessi gets out there, he gets a you know twentieth. Stop yelling at me. That's a great pick. Stop no, no, no. At I'm me. just saying. I'm trying to explain. I know. I know. Why what do you I guys think about Nicoletti? Do you think Nicoletti finishes a race because he's a ten? I picked but... him. I picked him last week. Oh, he, he must be so. He must week. be so bitter at Phil. Hey, what's Porcel's handicap been? Honestly, I haven't even looked at him. How is that five? Is that three and four? Okay, so three and four. So they're move. He's a little higher off his finishes lately. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, who do you like, JT? Uh, <clears throat> looking at, I like Baggett. I think uh, six is he's significantly better than sixteenth if he gets in the main event. I look for his his ceiling to be somewhere around ten through twelve. So I feel like it's pretty solid. I pick. feel like these are the same handicaps for Baggett and Bogle they were last week, or are they reversed at a six five Baggett six Bogle five? Weren't they that? They're the Baggett was, Bogle was four a five last week. Oh, okay. Yeah, Baggett was a four and Bogle was a five. Last okay, week. so they are a little higher then, right? Yeah. Uh, well, Bogle's the same. So, yeah, Baggett's moved up a little bit. Bogle, I don't know. I don't think he's much better than 13 to 15 right now, so I don't see a ton of upside to go with Bogle. Uh, I just, I'm just, i going to need to see more from him before I, you know, I'm willing to gamble on when there are other good picks out here. Mm-hmm. I think Tommy Hunt, I think Tommy Hunt's a good pick with a 10. He had, uh, he had, he had bike problems been, last week. Yeah, he had bike problems, people are wondering. Yeah, yeah he's a pretty sick. He's a pretty solid 16 17 uh right now so good points to be had there uh davy i don't know you know i think he's i think he's more like a seventh eighth place guy but at a zero it's a pretty big risk because what if what you know this weekend same thing happens and he gets 11 you know your 10 points is not a great score out of a rider so i think you should definitely pick davy for atlanta right yeah yeah, yeah I, I think he could be good at dallas too yeah he's, he's good um it's just I don't love a zero. I just think that's when your when your ceiling is not a ton better than that. You know, I think David could get fifth. He proved mm-hmm. that a couple weeks ago, but I think he's more realistically seven eight right now. Uh, you're opening the door for anything a, a tip over, and then you're you know you're out. Yeah. So uh, shorty, if you can pick him, I think he's pretty decent pick at a five. Um, nothing over the top. Like he's not a must pick, but I think he's. He's a solid pick there. I don't. I won't be picking Purcell, but I could understand people who will, because I do think he's 13, 14, 15. Um, and then if he breaks out like he's claiming he's going to do, then you know he's going to make all of us look silly. Mm-hmm. Not me. But um, <laughs> not me. That's it. <laughs> you know the good thing about it, as I'm looking through here, is there are a ton of picks. You know, Ben Three's at an eight. Yeah. Is yeah. Pickable. James Stewart. I I wouldn't pick him, but he's pickable. Jake Weimer, the same thing. So the good news is, is there is a ton of people. Even Michael Leskie at a six, I could see someone going for it. You no, know, I wouldn't do that with the amount of guys that have come back into the class recently, but I could yeah. see someone doing that. So 
if you're looking for some variance and you're looking for options, the 450 class has that. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot. Of, I think the, the scores will be close this week because there's a lot of guys around that level. Like, yeah, I think I think when there's a ton of op, open picks, I, I think you see a big differential because somebody's going to get a lot of lots of people are going to choose wrongly. Um, I think when the picks are too difficult, you like you just everyone's the same. Like everyone's going to pick this guy and everyone's going to pick that guy. It basically comes down to one right. or two, one or two options, and all the scores are within ten or twenty points. So but like to me, I look, yeah. I look, go ahead. Well, I just think like Baggett, Bogle, Short, Porcel will all be you know twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Of course, barring disaster. Maybe. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, I think Blimer. Yeah. because if you pick a guy like say say a guy picks Short, and then the same you know a different guy as his fourth pick, and another guy picks Bogle as his fourth pick. Well, the difference between you know, getting 16th and 15th is, yeah. you know, double points. Yeah. So yeah. you have a big jump right there. So I, I look for the weekends where there's a ton of options. Those are the weekends where you can really, really make up a lot of points and you can move yourself up or back. Um, but these are the weekends where you have to you have to capitalize because there's going to be weekends where we're looking at the sheet and we're like, well, you have to pick him, you have to pick him, and you have to pick him. Right. And then that's where you see – Everyone in the top 100 scores within 10 points, you know? Okay, yeah. So, Dan, what do you think about that? Yeah, I I, I agree with what you're saying, JT, but it could go either way. I mean, if if the top six picks are all the same picks, then there's going to be a few guys that score more points. But for the majority, I think what Steve was saying, that everyone's going to be pretty close in points because I don't see Short getting like an eighth place, you know what I mean, or Bogle getting an eighth place, so. I think all the guys right. are going to score right around 22 to 26 points. So depending on yeah, I just, there's more options. I get yeah, what you're I saying, though. I, just, I mean, you pick short and he gets 20th, then, you know, obviously right. you're screwed. So it could go either or just way. One of, these guys, one of these guys misses by one. You know, Baggett gets 17th instead of 16th. Bob will get 16 instead of 15. Um, I don't think it'll be huge changes, but I just see those guys. Some, You know, Davey gets an 11th like he did last week instead of 10th. Um, you can start losing points in a hurry, you know. So we'll see. I mean, that's that's the fun thing is you don't really. I mean, know I can look at I can still look at guys like I mean, Cade Clawson's made a couple main events and he barely missed that one this weekend, and he's a thirteen. I mean, I I know that he's still going to be around the eighteen to twenty two range, but I mean, a thirteen does pay off pretty good if you're in the main event. So. JT's going to start yelling at you. No, I mean, no, I think. I'd, I know Alessi made it this weekend, but I still, I mean, if you if I had to pick between the two of them, I, I pick Kate Clawson each week over him. I think he's a better a better racer. So, this is my opinion. I think, I, I with you, Steve, I think you have to gamble a little bit. I, I don't see the upside on Jeff Alessi in this point because he hasn't shown me in a main event that he can get yeah, up there. Yeah. But um, I think you do have to pick some of the bigger guys like, you know, uh, Nicoletti, Tommy Hahn, the tens and stuff because, when they do good, they pay off so good. Um, so it, what do you think about, just for hypothetical, kind of in the same thought, Nick Schmidt at an 11? Because he's proven he's he's pretty much a lock for a main event guy at this point, I, I think. Um, he's really good in the qualifiers. His speed is good. But he's going to get somewhere between 18 and 22 in the main event. I mean, that's just what's going to happen. Maybe I'm not against it. It just depends who your other picks are. Like, uh, mm-hmm. This weekend, I, I think there's better picks than Nick Schmidt. But at an 11, say, you know, last weekend, I thought Nick Schmidt was a really good pick. Um, and, he, and he paid off. Uh, you know, he got points and he got double points. But it just depends on the weekends, you know. Um, 
don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of who you have available. You can't pick Nicoletti this weekend, but I think he's a good pick. You know what I mean? So maybe you have to lean right. to like a Schmidt or something. So. All right, 250 class, Moto Dynasty. Motocross Fantasy, sorry. Um, let's see here. First time I looked at the picks now. I can pick anyone because my guys I pick, they, they're not even traveling to <laughs> Alex, Alex Martin's a three. Fantastic. Well, I cannot pick him, though. Um, God, this is so brutal to look at. Jordan Smith is there. He's there. Double point zero. JT said he can get on the podium. If he does, oh, God, that would kill it for you. That would be that would be I, I that would, would be so I good. Jordan Smith at a zero. But what, what's that, JT? I, I could understand. Pick, I I wouldn't pick Jordan Smith at a zero. Right. But I I could un, I could certainly understand people picking him at a zero. Can Mitchell Harrison put together two uh, two mains in a row? So six. Not a lot of not not a ton of. What did he end up getting? Sorry, I need to. Look. I don't like yeah, this Chris Aldridge pick. Me. I'm very I'm very upset with you, Justin. I know you're listening. I'm very upset. I, this whole three race average thing he went off of. I gambled and didn't pick Aldridge last week like mm-hmm. everybody else did, hoping that he would, you know, nothing against Chris, but he would have a bad race so I could pick him this weekend. Yep. He gets 22nd place and he only goes to a three. Just the same as Alex Martin does. That's, that's, not, that's not good. Does anybody he know? Should be, uh, he should be a four or five. Does anybody know if uh, Freddie Norton's coming back? Is he, was that a serious injury? He was crashing. You're practice. the Freddie Norton expert. I am. I need to get on that. I'm not sure. Ask Lars. Lars is Lars is yeah. Norton. Oh guy. yeah, Swedish brothers. Um, yeah, because he's a ten. So that's a value pick, I think, if he comes back. Because yes, he may not make the main, but if he makes the main, we saw on Glendale he rode well. Um, he's he is a good rider. He's better than what he shows. He just makes mistakes. But at a ten, that could be worth it. What do you think, JT? If he's a hundred percent, which I don't. No, at all. Even if he rides, I don't know that he's 100%. Mm-hmm. So, key, key word being 100%, uh, I would pick him, yes. Who do you like, JT? Who else do you like? I would pick Aldridge if I could, but I can't, uh, which has kind of been the curse of Chris Aldridge for me, my entire <laughs> fantasy career with him. Uh, just seems like I always pick him at the wrong time. Um, I don't know. There's, you know, Bracken Hall could be made a case for he would rode great last week i just got very fortunate with choosing not to pick him i think harrison is probably a good pick uh, but we all know the troubles he has um just staying up you know so it's always kind of a gamble with him but no he's certainly no the trouble he's certainly a he's certainly a top 16 yeah rider so there's no yeah. doubt about that yeah i like chris howell at 11 mm-hmm. i almost <clears throat> i mean almost picked him last week and he was very very fortunate to get in the main event yeah he was uh, he was i mean it, it, that's about as fortunate as you can get right there you know why because dan's guys took each other out <laughs> that's why <laughs> <laughs> oh god if i, if uh, I, if I read something if, if i read a cycle news headline man sets bikes on fire at a race <laughs> i'm gonna dan you're immediately my number one suspect god it's so brutal like these guys didn't want to get in the main event last week. It was the 250 LCQ was interesting. It was interesting at at, at a San Diego too, no doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Norin you have to pick if he, right. if he's good to go. You have to pick him. Polatelli, I don't know what to do with him. I picked him two weeks ago. He got me double points, but that was about it. I mean, he got me like the least amount of double points you could get. Mm-hmm. This weekend, same deal. You know, he doesn't finish the main event, so. A 12 is a great number, don't get me wrong, but just be ready for him to do about eight laps, if that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Trevor Reese, I think. Go ahead, sorry. 
the pick of the week is going to be Chase Markew or whatever his name is. He's going to he's going to score the most right. points this week. Yeah, he, I think Trevor Reese is a great pick. Close to home, good. But I, I just don't know from watching Markey. I don't think he has much in the main events to offer. I, I I've watched him quite a bit, and I don't know. We'll see. I mean, maybe you prove me wrong. Um, but I think Trevor Reese is going to be a good pick. He's a ten. He was very unfortunate to not make the main last week. Uh, and I think a 10 is a good number for him. And then Jordan Smith and Cole Thompson, I think, are kind of the same, where uh, Smith is just such a gamble with crashes and being hurt, as Steve said. And then Cole Thompson is kind of right at his ceiling, or not at his ceiling, but kind of on his projection with a, with a 2. So um, good chance of not panning out with a 2 or getting you know the, the least amount of double points you could get, which is basically... Uh, if you're if that's what you're going to get, if you're going to get the least amount, which is you know would be 22 points, you might mm-hmm. as well just pick Christian Craig or someone like that. So, yeah, I like I like Jordan Smith. I do. I do too. But you're, like, you were the one just railing against. Picking well, I don't think he can because I don't think he can make a podium. But I think if his shoulders sore right now, he's crashing a little bit. But I mean, can't you see him getting a fifth or sixth, seventh? Your exact words were nope, nope, nope. Jordan Smith's done. <laughs> Yeah, for a podium. Words. Yeah, for a podium. For you know. No. For being a guy. Well, I was being a little harsh. Right. I just think he's. I like Harrison. I think Harrison's a good pick. I like Aldridge. Harrison scares. Yeah. Harrison scares the shit out of me. That yeah. Is, so what? Okay. He, you, it gives excitement to watch the races, and you know he's going to be in the LCQ, so I mean, we could get to watch that too. Right. That. Right. So. Okay. But, uh, Jordan Smith crashes a lot, guys. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Yeah, he does. He got he did get third though at round two, so that was awesome. He's great. He's a fast, fast, fast rider, but he crashes and crashes mm-hmm. kill fantasy teams. Yep, no, I agree. Uh, Amart's the best pick on here, but I can't pick him. <laughs> He'll break. I, I can't pick him either. And, and you just know Amart will break out. He'll just break out. I think. I think most people had Amart last week. So. I would think so, right? Yeah. From looking at the scores, everyone's scores were terrible. You mm-hmm. had to have eight marks, but your score was that bad. Right. All right. Um, so. All right. That's the NFAB Fantasy, uh, Racer X Fantasy podcast. Moto Dynasty on Racer X Online, rmfantasysx.com, and motocrossfantasy.com. Dan Truman, Jason Thomas, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. We will reconvene next week where we will get into a huge argument about Marty Davalos. I can't wait. Thanks, everybody. Marty, Marty wins Atlanta. I'm already getting he mad. Wins Atlanta. I'm already getting mad. Right, okay. Marty, here's to uh, here's to more than seven points, Dan. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, <for you. laughs> yeah, Marty. Hey, wins. I'm there. I'm there this weekend. I, I'm I'm going to get over 200 points this weekend just because of me being there. Mar- the presence. I'm going to put the pressure on these 250 kids. Marty wins Atlanta. Is a guy who got seven points. Yep. <laughs> Purcell Purcell top ten this weekend. Marty yes. wins Atlanta. Oh God. <laughs> All right. Thanks everybody. Thanks guys. Yeah.